0: Remember you can also go to offendedpodcast.com You can go there, buy some merch That'll give you something cool And it'll also give us a little something To keep the lights on over here At You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters Check us out on our social media At Twitter, we are at YHOTP On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there, we'll answer your questions, you can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that, we'd love to hear from you. So check those things out, please become a patron, if you can't do that, give us a rating, give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher, or wherever you download your podcasts, that's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Okay, so enjoy, part three... Of the podcast. She basically... ing says, "You, we're going to fucking kill this guy. What the fuck, do you care? Like, <laughs> Yeah. I have a plan. You know, we, we have this going on. We let him go. So they have a little disagreement in opinion of how to handle this dude. And Rothrock storms off. Morris storms off. And then we cut to Panadol's apartment here where he's making some instant ramen. And the guy that escaped shows up at Panadol's apartment. And this is where we get the Buster Keaton apartment because...
1: This dude, dude, chases this is Pandal through so his thing. Oh,
0: great. It's nuts, dude. This is literally a Buster Keaton scene. It's
1: amazing. It, it like for anybody who's listening that hasn't seen this, like it's a series of windows, walls, movable bookshelves, fences, like it's just a crazy thing. Like he's got like a big oversized Gallagher mallet and it's just <laughs> it's it's a combination of like what you would expect to find like Buster Keaton or Partially the Riddler from Batman, like it's, yeah, but it's an exciting fight. Like he is straight trying to kick the shit out of uh all here, and oh, he's uh, trying to kill this dude. It's awesome. Like they actually do. Like to his credit, he's basically just getting his ass kicked continually throughout the film by the by these people, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's really well done.
0: They even have this point here where the bad guy grabs what he thinks is pandal and when he pulls it back it's a full-size mannequin with dynamite in his mouth chad that is the, <laughs> and the f- guy's like Dude, dynamite <laughs> i fucking die yeah
1: because he <laughs> runs yeah he runs through a window he reaches through and grabs him and pulls him back and it's a fucking mannequin with a mouthful of dynamite which blows up in his face <laughs> which would fucking kill him and like which would really like it was crazy it was crazy. It was it was so funny, but he actually does a really good stunt where he runs, jumps through, nuts. jumps through like a candy plate glass window across an alley and grabs a bunch of badly like pipes. constructed pipes on the building and he's basically hanging, which is like it was a great it was a great scene cuz he dropped quite a bit before he grabbed those pipes, man, cuz it was a far distance, right? So Somebody jumped out of a fourth floor window. Yeah, somebody legitimately somebody. did that. That was crazy when I saw that. I was like, holy shit. The distance from where he jumps and where he he catches the pipes, it's probably 10 or 12 feet he drops before he grabs the pipes. And then he climbs up, and then Buddy pops into frame comedically. He's like, ah! I don't know how he got across the street and up to the top of the building, but... (laughs) <laughs> um, you know it's that it's fast, very, but, yeah, yeah it's really cartoonish whenever whenever it's these guys it's cartoonish and i'll just have to come to terms with the fact that that's kind of what it is yeah it's it's totally two different films really
0: and morris shows up here and points her gun at the thief who is holding pandal so he won't drop to his death in this alley and morris pointing the gun at the thief and she's like i'm gonna shoot you if you don't pull him up but like okay so shoot him Which she does, by the way. And then Pandolf falls four stories and gets hung by his neck like six inches off the ground. Yeah. (laughs) Which would kill him immediately.
1: (laughs) Oh, he would be completely dead. But he's like, please help me. And she's like, you're you're on the ground. And he's like, I'm not quite there or whatever he says. So she shoots the (laughs) rope and he falls. But this was actually really, really well done, dude. Like, they're in tight on his face and she shoots the rope. And he starts to fall. And then they cut to the police station where he's basically being thrown into a chair. And the transition of him falling down in the last scene and then falling down and landing in the next scene. It was a really well done transition. Like really well done. Very Edgar Wright
0: transition. Yeah.
1: Like I bet you Edgar Wright. Like we said that when we watched Kung Fu Hustle and we're like, I bet you Edgar Wright like got a lot of inspiration from this i would not be surprised the way that this is shot and edited that this is not one of his favorites as well
0: yeah and this is hilarious too because cynthia rothrock here sergeant morris is interrogating this guy and uh she, she's like i've already i've only been here a couple days i've already got a nickname And he's like yeah foreign chick and she's yeah. like, no, I'm actually nasty foreign chicken. And he goes, yeah. yeah, with a body like that. And she, you can see her face like, what? And she grabs his hair and just starts to fucking yeah. beat his ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, she has yeah. a hair trigger in this film, dude. Like, she she's does. She's not she playing does. games. She does not mess around <laughs> when it comes to anybody. Like,
1: She fucking throws down at the drop of a hat like anything <laughs> yeah. happens and her fists come out and her feet are flying like what bah, 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 See, bah, bah, bah.
0: if she just sees a hat she's throwing down yeah yeah <laughs> what the fuck this is hilarious too because she goes to smash this dude in the face pandal and inspector ing catches her hand and it's like nope get out of here like i got him so she storms off morris storms off and inspector ing takes pandal and says here i want you to look at these mugshots." And he's such a cocky asshole. He just starts whistling like, "Yep, I'll look through them." And he's staring straight at her while he's flipping yeah. the pages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you! I'm not gonna look. Yeah, exactly. But then he sees his two friends, and he's like, "Oh!" And he puts his yeah. hands over them and tries to very obviously cover up. <laughs> yeah. The he fact gives that it, he doesn't want her to see these. He gives two. it
1: away. He gives it away pretty fucking quickly.
0: And then they do a, a little flashback, notate, noting that Inspector Ing remembers aspirin. Yeah. And she's like, "Oh, okay, I know this guy."
1: Yeah, he was okay. in
0: the in the room. But then, we get the cut to the weirdest introduction of a villain henchman, uh, certainly in the movie. Oh, I I think in any movie. We're talking about Mad Dog, right? <laughs> yeah, dude! <laughs> what in the fuck? <laughs> this is like, seriously, Mad Dog... Okay, if you haven't seen this movie, and I want you to picture in your head what he looks like, imagine if... Sasha Baron Cohen was told to make a costume that was at the same time a, a, a military sergeant and an old kung fu master.
1: Yeah, he. Well, the problem is that he's wearing these military type clothing, and he's got the biggest, fakest fucking mustache like of all time, <laughs> and the eyebrows, and then the eyebrows, and they're. <laughs> the eyebrows are the same fucking size as the mustache like <laughs> they're gi- like they're gigantic it's it's ridiculous like it's a parody yeah. of a parody it absolutely is it it really took me out of the movie man like it really did and maybe yeah, they're trying weird. to do maybe it's like a, a thing that i don't quite get culturally or 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 time-wise or what have you i didn't get it and i was just like what it, what the fuck is this? Like, well, because he's just, the
0: only guy that's over made up like that.
1: Yeah, he's the only one. Like throughout the entire film, so it it just really threw me. It just really threw me, man. Like this guy, <laughs> this guy looks like he borrowed Millhouse's Baron Vaughn disguise <laughs> kit. You know, like
0: yes, <laughs> just leave that to me
1: and the Baron. Like, <laughs> and he slipped into the house like it was really. It was jarring,
0: man. It was really jarring. That dude's been around forever, too. He has 99 credits to his name. That's a guy named Chung Fat. He's also going to be in Millionaire's Express. He was in The Prodigal Son, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. He's on in all, in all these ones as well. These guys are pumping out movies. Like, remember when we talked about Lady Snowblood, and I, I told you how many movies she did?
1: Yeah, she did like seven or eight that year or something crazy.
0: Yeah. Dick Wei, the guy that plays uh, ABU in this movie, Asian Benny Orquides, Mr. Dick. He, it's kind of the same thing here, because he started coming up in 83, you know, he did three films. In 84, he did two. This year in 85, he did seven films. Jesus. The year after that, six. The year after that, six. 88, he did eight films. 89, he did 11 films. 1990, he did six films. Like, Like, (laughs) he has 125 credits, dude. (laughs) That is wild. It's nuts how many movies these guys crank out. It's in. Sane, so it's yeah, it's absolutely mental. We we have a, a bit of a side comedic arc story here with the the billiard, the snooker game, where uh, Aspin yeah. and and Strepsil are trying to hustle this snooker player, but Strepsil sees, hey, uh, he's on TV, he's a champion. Yeah, like, <laughs> and, yeah,
1: they're trying to swindle a guy at pool, and then Strepsil looks, and the guy that they're trying to swindle is on the television at that moment at like some sort of world snooker championships so they obviously lose and they try to make their way out of the pool hall when you know they're surrounded by thugs and they're like look you fucking owe us this money uh so give it to me or we're gonna kick the living shit out of you and that's essentially where the guys show up to uh beat their asses (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, these these guys owe this this pool champion a hundred and forty seven thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, "I'm gonna leave now, but you guys are gonna get my money, or you're gonna get your ass cracked in half twice." And they leave, and these this gang of thugs just. Crash these dudes into the floor. <laughs> well, it's funny <laughs> because
1: these guys, there's like a gang of like, I don't know, 10 guys that are going to beat up ass, aspirin and strepsil. And then Asian Betty Yorkidas comes down and he's like, I'm here to get. I'm here looking for aspirin and strepsil and they're like thinking they're being rescued and they're like, Oh, it's us. But meanwhile, that guy's there to fucking kill them too. So (laughs) like, it's like out of the, out of the uh, frying pan into the fire type scenario. And I appreciate the comedy of it. I like, I really do, but you know, it just, it's not bad, but we immediately, once they go outside, we start getting some really good stunts because there's a fucking guy chasing them on a dirt bike and it is fucking boss, man. Like, this was done really well.
0: It's insane. Yeah, this little quick pool hall fight's pretty good and then these guys run up the stairs here and I don't even know what's going on here because they get outside, Strepsil and Aspirin, and you hear wah, wah, wah and this motorbike comes, but there's a fucking ramp in the middle of the road.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's, like, some sort of, like, handmade loading dock or something like that, but...
0: Oh, no, it's a motorcycle ramp. (laughs) It's
1: just a (laughs) motorcycle... No, it's legit. Just, just they needed him to catch some air. But the motorcycle chase is, uh, like, two guys trying to outrun a guy on a dirt bike, and... It's so cool because they go through an alley and there's like this little piece of chain link fence. The two of them climb it and they're on the other side and they're just feeling a little bit safe. This guy raises the front tire and just fucking smashes through very rumble in the Bronx and knocks the fence down. I was just going to say
0: very rumble in the Bronx, yeah. It's cool. I like it a lot, man. The the stunts in this on the dirt bike are really good. Like he goes up this little wooden thing and then there's this like weird thing where he goes up these pallets. And, like, rides the the side of the wall around the barrels that they dump for him?
1: Well, there's another part where they have this, for some reason, this wooden ramp held up with two posts. Oh, that part, yeah. they're running underneath it, and he's driving over top of it. And they pull the posts. They hit the posts with their shoulder, like Brandon Lee and rapid fire. And while yeah. Buddy's driving on the ramp, the ramp falls, and he keeps driving. It's a fucking really good stunt, man. It's really slow mo
0: it so you can see it really well. It's great,
1: yeah. yeah. And it's a nice wide shot. Like I love it when they do that. Like they just, they just here's a big action set piece. Let's let's let the audience actually see it. And that was yeah. dope. Like it's a short scene, but that was done really, really well, man. Like it's fucking really awesome. Really exciting dude. motorcycle chase scene.
0: And Aspirin and Strepsil lose the motorbike here by ducking into an alley and going into a bar, and it happens to be the bar where Inspector Ing and uh Morris are in there and they're asking the bartender if they've seen these two guys Aspirin and Strepsil. The bartender, did you recognize the bartender? Yeah, who was that? Cuz I saw him and I Dennis Chan from Kickboxer, dude. That's the Dennis the Chan okay. from Kickboxer. Dennis Chan. I
1: fucked up cuz I thought it was uh Roy Chow for a second from I thought it was oh, Senzo yes. Tanaka and I was like, "Wait, I know that guy. Is that Senzo Tanaka?" So yeah, okay, that makes perfect sense that he's uh from Kickboxer cuz I looked yeah. it up and I was like, "Shit, it wasn't him." So I, I have Kickboxer and Bloodsport are so interwoven in my head that yeah. sometimes I, <laughs> I have some crossover, but uh,
0: yeah, that's awesome. This is cool, too, because she says, hey, have you seen these two to the bartender? He's like, nope. And she's like, how dare you be rude to us? Like, again, Cynthia Rothrock is ready to fuck this bartender up. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I did see them. They're right over there. Yeah. <laughs> so they wait and ABU comes in here and... <laughs> When Aspirin puts his finger up to be like, back over there, he grabs his finger and bends the shit out of it. Yeah, he does. (laughs) I remember watching that like, oh my god! So, uh, ABU takes Aspirin and Strepsil into the bathroom to kick the shit out of them, and Morris and ink come in here and have a good fight. We have with a ABU.
1: really, really good bathroom fight, man. Like, there's some good bathroom fights. Like, you know, not even martial arts movies. Like, you know, The World's End or you know that Mission yes. Impossible one with Henry Cavill. Like, that was a good bathroom fight. This is a mm-hmm. great bathroom fight because there's a there's a lot of good shit. But there's a moment where Abu throws Michelle Yeoh, yeah, and she flips and lands on the fucking counter on her lower back, very much uh-huh. like The Raid. Um, (laughs) it's awesome and then they leave the bathroom and they're running across the club and cynthia rothrock does another jumping flying fucking
0: double drop kick like (laughs) yeah and like breaks across the table and you can tell it's her like oh fuck yeah it's her like she got thrown in there like cynthia rothrock is no joke she was thrown down hard it's really really good they they break a bunch of tables here and abu gets away from from them and uh, Aspirin and Strepsil here make their way into... I don't even know how the fuck they got into this. They're back at the apartment, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're back at their apartment. But, like, I, I, I just assumed it was, like, time compression or whatever. But they just they just burst... Like, they're at the club, and then they just burst through the door. It's a pretty hard cut. So I thought... Yeah. Like, we never got an establishing or an exterior. So I legit thought that they were in the back of the bar at first. Like, to be honest. That's what like, I thought. Yeah. Until was, I
0: saw the Aikido poster on the wall that we saw earlier yeah yeah and i was like it's oh just, they're back at home now oh, okay
1: it, yeah we just didn't get a shot of them like leaving the bar and we didn't get a shot like an exterior establishing shot of their apartment yeah. building so that's yeah. it threw me at first too i thought they were in a fucking office in the back but of the they're... bar and abu was just gonna come busting through and the fight was gonna continue
0: <laughs> but so they're trying to they're trying to set up the fact that they're calm and there's a little joke here with aspirin lighting the wrong side of the cigarette yeah <laughs> He's like, I thought you were calm. He's like, I just wanted to taste the filter. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, I wanted to taste know. the filter. It's He's uh, like, shut the
0: fuck up, you asshole! <laughs> like, like what are
1: you I'm, doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm all for jokes. I think that in this film, like the jokes go a little, a little too long. Like, they, yeah. they have a scene where these two, these, these two want to get arrested. The yeah, these two want to get arrested. Um, yeah, to go to jail, where, they're, where, where they will be safe. And then we have like a cop and a meter maid, like two dudes. Uh, arguing over who can give a ticket to a car. And I'm just nitpicking, because this is such a good movie, but I I just found it went really long and felt really unnecessary. Like, they're both arguing, like, who gets to write the ticket, and, you know, it's just, it's a bit long. What did you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, it made me chuckle a bit, but it's kind of an unnecessary scene. Like, they could have just come up and, and kicked the shit out of one of these cops and gone to the station, but... I guess they wanted to stretch it out a bit. I mean, it's this is only an hour and a half runtime anyway, so I think yeah. they're stretching it a little bit to make the runtime hit that hour and a half run. So they make this little scene between the meter maid guy and the the cop. And it's, you know, it's dorky and silly and funny. But it's funny then, because
1: yeah. like they they play they play actually a good joke at the very end because the two of them are watching them go and they're basically going to try to fight fight them to to go to jail. Go to jail, yeah. And the real punchline of this whole thing is the cop is like, "Here, beat the shit out of this meter maid. I won't even watch." And then the cop says, Hey, you can beat him up and I'll forgive it. But if you beat me up, you're going straight to jail. And then there's <laughs> yeah. a hard cut of them <laughs> yeah. at the police station and the cops cut his face fucking smashed in. So the like, <laughs> cops all bruised and fucked up. No. Yeah. Yeah. He's all fucking like, it's actually, it's actually pretty fun. Like again, it goes on for, I, I just feel that it goes on a little long, um, but the fucking cut is actually the joke, right? He's like beat yeah. the shit out of him all you want. I won't say nothing, but if you lay a hand on me, you're going straight to fucking jail, which is what they want. <laughs> and then and they're they like, cut oh, him "All right." <laughs> his fucking cheeks are all bashed in. His fucking face <laughs> is bruised. It's actually a good it's actually a good punchline. Like just overly long setup but a really good punchline.
0: Yeah, if they had cut that if they had cut that scene length of that in half or even you know to a third of what it was. It would have been perfectly fine. But, you know, they bring this dude in. He's all swelled up. He's got cotton in his cheeks and shit because they want it to yeah. look all swelled yeah. out and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. So he brings them in. And there's a bit of a jokey joke here with the other officers because they're like, what are these guys in here for? And he's like, you know, whatever, a uh, vagrancy or something like that. And they're like, oh, did, they, did he piss on the street? Did they have sexual intercourse? <laughs> he's yeah. like, but I, I don't get it because the cop, like you said, is fucked up. Like he's all mass- messed up. And they're like, aspirin and streps are like oh, tell him we beat you up and they're like you you got beat up like they don't notice the fact that he's got his yeah. ass kicked yeah so i don't get, really get that but inspector ing comes in here and realizes oh these guys beat this cop up because they want to go to jail oh you know what we're good discharge them and she says let them go and these guys are like what what do you mean we just beat up a cop you're supposed to put us in jail like what's going on what do you mean yeah. he's like no no you're free to go you're good to go get out of here bye see you later. They, bye. Then...
1: Then they do the other awkward joke where they're like, "Well, if we really want to go to jail, we'll have to rip her top open."
0: Yeah, which they which do. is Fucking stupid. It's fucking yeah. I
1: I know. It's just it's just it's eighty
0: five. What do you want? It's
1: eighty five and tonally just again like they're they're going for comedy that for me just doesn't quite just doesn't quite work for me.
0: No, it's kind of stupid, and I mean it's 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 very PG because when they do grab her the sides of her button up shirt and pull it open. Like she's got like a crop top thing underneath it.
1: Yeah, she was wearing that earlier. Yeah, in the film, so it's not like there's a flash or anything. But then they 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 get kicked out. They don't get arrested for that either. These guys she just punches can't get them in the fucking face yeah, and then throws them out. In the face, throws them out. <laughs> they go outside and their their faces are all fucked up. And they she she essentially wants them on the street so they can you know lead them to this uh, this whole conspiracy ring and the microfilm and all that shit.
0: Yeah, she's using them as bait now to follow them, to figure out what's going on, right? So now, of course, Rothrock and and Michelle Yeoh follow these guys to the pool hall. They go back to the pool hall here to figure out what's going on. And they find the pool hustler that was there before. They fuck his game up. And uh, <laughs> I, 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 this scene is actually pretty funny. Because the guys are like, all the, the pool hall guys are like, I can't believe you came back here. And... Morris and Ing are like, ah, let them play. Let's fuck off. And they leave. And the two guys are like, oh, yeah? We got the cops here. What are you going to do? And he's like, they're gone. Strepsil says they're gone. They left. And Ashford's like, what? Um, <laughs> And he starts to laugh. And he's like, oh, fuck. We're in. What does he say? Now I know the meaning now of, deep shit. of deep <laughs> shit. And, <laughs> and these guys just fucking pound them yeah. on the ground.
1: <laughs> no, and the ground pounding is fucking hilarious. Because they're on the ground. <laughs> yeah. And there's just fists flying in from every direction like it's almost
0: it's almost like a cartoon like i was gonna say there might as well be a dirt cloud around them with just yeah, fists coming out of it fist flying in.
1: and then they show up at the police station and rothrock and yo are just like they walk through the door with like comedic bandages all over them (laughs) and the two of them just laugh they're just like
0: (laughs) (laughs) you got your asses kicked hilarious hilarious (laughs) it's so funny like these women do not care about these dudes at all classic (laughs) ing and morris (laughs) 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 like And that concludes part three of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part four. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast. You know, you love, and we get a bit of money too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media at Twitter. We're at YHOTP on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Just search. You have offended this podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have